0: Five Star Zone with Rico Beard.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard Evan Jenkins on the other side of the mic. It's been a while, Evan, but we are back in full heat of summer in Michigan State. They brought the heat. It's big recruiting weekend over all the schools in the Big Ten, but Michigan State kind of separated themselves because. Not only did they have a lot of four- and five-star kids on the field, they also had uh, about a, over a million dollars' worth of vehicles sitting on the field, one of which was courtesy of uh, the Mike Valeni show with Rico. So we pulled some strings. You guys are incredible. And we got the Ferrari down on the field. It took uh, – we, we, they reached out, and it took us like f- six days phone calls, but finally the guy was like, no, it's going to be there, and then I didn't hear from the guy, and then finally he, uh, he he sent me the text a few hours beforehand saying, yep, here it is. I'm like, send me a picture of the car, and I was like, wow, this is going to go over well. Had to pray that it didn't rain. It didn't. The rain held off, and um, it appears that they liked it. The, the, the kids, you know, took tons of photos around it, and uh, yeah, it was a uh, I think it was a Bentley Coolanon. It was a G-Wagon. And then uh, we brought the gray uh, Ferrari. I think it was a Ferrari Rosa, but it had a like a $150,000 kit around it. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, okay, so I was joking with you the first time I saw the car on the field. And I was like, why a Wagoneer? Why a Jeep Wagoneer, right? It's very, very nice car. Don't get me wrong. It's, right. it's upper class when it comes to the SUV, so on and so forth. But I'm like, I don't know how many kids resonate with a wagoneer because it just came back out you and i remember a wagoneer when we were younger and it wasn't that cool no not at all but then i go on social media over the weekend and i'm like oh my god (laughs) like hey, rico wasn't kidding because i heard a little scuttlebutt back here because i worked on your show one day last week and and i heard a little bit and i didn't really put two and two together until i saw the photos and i'm like it's like the set of entourage out there like what is going on and and it's just so cool. And then I had questions from you. I asked, you know, they don't drive that car up there, obviously. It's no. in a trailer because you don't want to put no, the miles he, no, on the it. No, the guy
1: left the car, and he was like, well, I'm going to leave the keys in here if you have to move it. And I'm like, there's under no circumstance am I getting in this car and moving it one inch. Because if that thing crashes into the brick wall of Spartan Stadium, that concrete, I, I quit. No, there's you're nothing not I can Right, you know what? I am going to become the fugitive. <laughs> yeah, you're going to a different country real quick. I mean, it's I'll inc- be hanging out in Costa Rica.
0: But you're right, Rico. You see kids that they're hanging out in the trunk and yes the trunk on a Ferrari's in the front. It's, in the front. it's it just it looked like they were all having a great time and, and and so I I do have a question about that though, Rico, because I saw like racks of like Spartan varsity coats and then like starter jackets and swag and and umbrellas and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so the kids come in they get to pick out what they want to wear and and do all
1: that yeah it's it's almost like uh they have a old school closet where it's gear kind of like the cars they found you know somebody a a spartan alum who just kept all of his old gear from back in the day because i was laughing saying I had that starter jacket, like a lot of things, right? I actually had when I was in college, and it was like, okay, like uh, it was a, the the this corner Presley had on this that that kind of generic number eight jersey, Yes. The Tico, I mean the TJ Duckett jersey. I'm like. I actually had that thing when I was in college. But and, and you know what? But that's hitting the mark because
0: right now, when you look at fashion, retro is as hot as it gets, right? But they also like the new on top of it. So you're putting the uh, top ten cars in the world on the field right there because I, I've watched this show on Paramount Plus. It's called Wires Only. Everybody loves that G wagon. Everybody wants that that Kunanin that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Those are like the top top cars. And then, I mean, a Ferrari is you know, second to none, in my opinion. And, and then you, and you combine the two, you put it on the field, and then you bring out the King of Swag and Mel Tucker that understands everything that these young men look at, see on TV, see in magazines, see on social media, and, and relates with them. Mm-hmm. And I look at it, and I'm like, I, I look around the Big Ten, and I, I, I don't know who else can relate like that with young men. And it doesn't seem – it's not a race thing or anything like that. He just straight up understands what these young men like. No, because
1: sometimes it's just you have it. You got that it factor. Yes. And it transcends everything because people just know. And then there's people who try to manufacture. Not like The best way I can say it is like Brian Kelly, I think, is trying to manufacture being cool down at LSU, in the videos, got the fake Southern accent now. But that's not really who Brian Kelly is, because we saw Brian Kelly, red-faced guy at Notre Dame, at Grand Valley, heck, right? And it's like, okay, now all of a sudden you're cool and you're hip. I mean, I guess you can. not Like Nick Saban, dude, Nick Saban can do what he wants. Nick right? Saban is cool because in his office are a bunch of rings and trophies. So you're gonna—he's like Bill Belichick, cool. Yeah, because of his is based success. On success. Yes, yep. hundred percent. Then you sit there, and then there's other guys. That just have, like, you know who has it? And a lot of people may call him a scumbag, like Lane Kiffin. Has it. He just has it. I agree. Lane can work a room, and you just want to hang out with that guy. I would take a plane trip, a road trip, whatever with Lane because Lane He's just he gets it. He gets on social media. He,
0: he talks crap. He backs it up. He's not shy. You know, it, you're, you're right about that. It's certain dudes that just have it when it comes to it. Are not awkward around people that are not their age. Right. right. Know how to fit in or what. It, it's not like the old Steve Buscemi meme of Hello, fellow kids, where right. they put on the backwards <laughs> right. hat and have a skateboard. <laughs> right. And and I and I look at it. I mean, he relates with me as a 38 year old white dude, but I love all the same stuff that he does. You know what I mean? And and I look at that from kids these days. Like you, you look at all these commitments that they got just from that weekend. It seems like every time I open Twitter, Rico, it's another graphic, another graphic. It's you dropping DJ Khaled memes, another one. And and it, I mean, well, listen, here's the funny thing. It has to work on the field. I understand that, but what he's doing right now is exceptional.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, here's the funny thing. Because we always say when we tape these things, something big is going to happen later today. Oh, I'm sure. And by the time this gets released, it may be outdated. Let's just put it like that, because they picked up two more. Like after, like because later on in this, we're going we're to talk to Jordan Hall. He committed on campus. Crazy, Never at seen. Mel Tucker's house. In a day and age where every kid wants the
0: spotlight to be on CBS or ESPN or Rivals or twenty four seven, whatever it may be,
1: he did it in a basement with his with with his peers. Right. Right. So he does that, and it's like, wow, top 250 recruit, Florida, three-time captain. He had visits
0: scheduled for Michigan, Notre Dame. Oh, Florida was pissed. All after his visit with Michigan State that he chose
1: not to take because he was that confident. Florida was pissed. Pissed. Their fans were pissed. But it didn't stop there because then all of a sudden, boom, 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 they get two more commits yesterday. And they were both there this past weekend, correct? Yes, they were. They were both there this past weekend. And, you know, it was rumored that they were going to get a third one to come out tomorrow, but it did not happen. Well, last night. But, uh, yeah, they pick up a cornerback and they pick up an offensive lineman. And it's just like, wow, this thing is now humming. You got two four-star kids coming in, and it's – It was really one of those you saw it coming, but you didn't see it coming. Now, Jalen Braxton, actually, he was there the weekend before. He was there uh, the first weekend with the top – they had a lot of top defensive ends there, but he was also there. He's a cornerback out of Texas, a four-star kid, um, you know, and they're really hitting Texas hard. And then later on yesterday, just when you thought, okay, well, Michigan State's finally settling down. Nope, it didn't stop there. Clay Weddon comes in, and he commits. And this is a, a four-star offensive tackle from Florida. So now it's like this thing is rolling, and you know Michigan State's putting stuff out there. Now the, the biggest thing now is they're waiting to see what's going to happen. It looks like it's going to be another kid from the state of Texas. Rumor has it, and it was a kid that was on campus, that it's going to be Enao Etta this kid out of Texas defensive lineman he's another top 200 kid you know six five he has a visit scheduled an official visit to Michigan this upcoming weekend but uh and I'm not giving away anything right now because last night um Edda put some stuff up on Instagram of him talking with Mel Tucker and you know, after that, smoke just started billowing. You know, everybody thought that it was imminent of what was going to happen with him. So we're waiting to see what happens with him. But there were a lot of kids, man, and on that visit that, you know, Caleb Presley, he's a corner from the state of Washington. He's top 100 guy. He, for those who want to know, like, he was one of the ones. He had the number eight. I think he, I think he had on, no, he didn't have on the eight jersey. He he loved the all I know is he was the one that took tons of pictures in the uh, Ferrari. He was there. It's amazing. You got
0: the the offensive lineman that he's looking for pancakes. Yeah, I saw a video. He's pouring syrup on yeah, pancakes on the field. And yes,
1: that's uh, Samson. Um, he's got a crazy name. Yeah, he does. Well, he yeah. Let me tell you about Samson Okanala. Samson five star kid, and he's. You know, he's big into pancakes. He's the pancake king is what he calls himself. He's got photos where he's sitting there in Michigan State gear, Paul Bunyan trophy, and he's pouring syrup on two stacks of pancakes. He comes to Michigan State, and the first thing he tweets out is any good pancake places. (laughs) You see what he's kind of – he's trying to get that IHOP. He's trying to get the Denny's endorsement. 100%. And uh, he's – Evan – Best way I can describe it, he came there with his parents, but I, I think he all, he's he got like a marketing team already <laughs> in high school. Man, when you're – I mean, he's one of
0: the top recruits in the nation, period, right? right. Not o- offensive linemen, but right. just period, he's one of the tops. And, Rico, to, to sit here – I mean, when we started this podcast, right, was right before Mel Tucker even took over at Michigan State, or it was when he took over – And uh, could you imagine that two years later we're sitting here that they're hosting these four-star, five-star guys and they all have genuine interest in the program that quickly? Well, see, that
1: was the difference with Mel Tucker. Mel, before, and this is not a jab at D'Antonio, but D'Antonio went big and then that class burned him. And then he never did it again. They would put out offers, but the kids would just kind of be like, yeah, appreciate it, coach, but they would never make the visit. And if they did make the visit, it was just pretty much something to do. And a lot of times they would make a visit only because they were visiting Ohio State, Notre Dame, or Michigan, and they were in the area. Yeah, so, so was, why not see what they got? So, right, it's kind of like when you're doing something and you look at your wife and like, you know what, we're, we're only like 10 minutes away. Let's just go see what so-and-so is doing, or let's just go check this out. It wasn't your main thing, but you're so close. Right. Now Michigan State is getting that, where they're getting top people who are genuinely interested in this. So, yeah, you got Samson out there, and he's a big dude. and he, He's loving it. And I, you probably got the G-Wagon for people like him, but he somehow got into that Ferrari, which was amazing. <laughs> when you see the old lineman get in there. But, you know, he's there. Like I said, Caleb Presley is there. Yeah, he was the kid. Looking at the photos, he had um, the number eight jersey. Would set Spartans across the front. You had a kid who, I want him to go to Michigan State simply because of his name. He will be on the All Name team. Is it Evan Jenkins? No, (laughs) it's King Mac. Oh yeah, I mean, so you got you know you got guys like you know King Mac coming in. He's from Florida. He was there. Like I said, Clay Wedden. Clay committed last night, offensive tackle. So they're trying to build up that line. You had Ryan Yates. He's an LSU uh, commit that he came up on an official visit to Michigan State. He was loving it. So you had a lot of people there. Mel Tucker, and and on top of that, they have more big weekends coming up this weekend and next weekend. So you're going to see more photos, more buzz, more picture, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to land all of them, but as of right now, I mean they have I think 12 commits, and of the 12, you're looking at eight, eight or nine are four star kids. Yeah, I was just looking at it. You're you're correct about
0: that, and it and it's just wild to me. It, it's almost like just sitting here talking about it. It feels as if Mel Tucker's like, if I can get these young men here, I feel like I can get them to stay here, and yeah. and that's huge. And you know, we've we've always wondered. Not Maybe not us, but people around the state. Will Michigan State ever be able to get to the place to where Michigan is, right? Mm -hmm. And I would say they're as close as they've ever been. Now, they had their run with D'Antonio. You're right. But it's sustaining that, right, over a long period of time. (laughs) Boy, anybody that ever said Mel Tucker's not worth the $95 million, Mel Tucker can't do this, that, or the other thing, boy, has he proven everybody wrong. I mean, he steps in in a COVID year can't really do what he needed to do in order to really put his foundation in place. All right. Last year goes and wins 11 games when, what was the over? Six and a half, five and a half, something like four and a half? It was three and a half. Okay, so he, he exceeded yeah, that when, when, when they four acts almost. When they
1: beat Nebraska in overtime, you could cash your ticket. You yeah, won.
0: That's right, that's right, when he returned the punt, Jordan Jaden Reed. and and that's And that's another thing. Are the kids that chose to come back, that is huge, right? Right. I mean, you look at Reed, Reed would have been, an if Jalen Naylor is an NFL player, Jaden Reed 100% is an NFL Yeah, Jaden
1: Reed's probably, because of the pump return and he was relatively healthy, you're probably looking at Jaden Reed. Fourth, fifth-round guy? I, say, I was going to say probably third, fourth round, but yeah, somewhere around that. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of buzz going on with Mel Tucker, and yeah, I mean, you just look at the people that are coming up there. I, t- I go back to the Ohio State game, and... I think that game, like as high as Michigan State fans are and they look at the Michigan game and like, yeah, they, they won. And you look at, you know, the Peach Bowl and you know, no uh, Kenny Pickett, no Kenneth Walker. It was a little lackluster, but still you got a, a – Had a great ending. Right. You, you got a New Year's six-day victory against Pittsburgh. And a lot of fans will look at all the different games going down to Miami. See, that's still my favorite game of last year because everybody said you can't hang in the heat of Miami. Miami's going to run you out. De'Aaron King is just going to do all types of things to you. And they went down there, and basically they could have walked over to the other side and just snatched a turnover chain because State was the one that ended up with four turnovers. Miami had none. And got something out of it as in the deep water. Yeah, That quote after the game. That set up the entire season, yeah. Rico. Yeah, we're going like... to drag them into the deep water. And, yeah, they they weren't ready for You knew that game. Mel Tucker has to win this game because he walked out in shorts. In an untucked shirt. And it was like. It was awesome. Um... I, I
0: remember seeing it. And Kang from Carson Anderson was there with me, and I said, I don't remember
1: ever seeing a coach walk out in shorts. Not that I blame him. I would do the same well, thing. Well, it was hot, but everybody else had on the polos and the khakis, and I'm sitting there like, if Black this, shorts. if too. this thing fails, it's going to be talked about like the Obama tan suit from back in or the day. Or Stafford with a backwards Right, a backwards cap. Oh, he's not a leader. But they go out there and win. But I think the gang that sticks with Mel Tucker, I say that to say this was Ohio State. And should. They got embarrassed at Ohio State. They went down to Columbus and Ohio State had their way with Michigan State. Ryan Day called off the dogs. Ryan Day at halftime could have sent 15 of his bench players and said, you guys are going to be Spartans for the half. Got to make this come. You know, like when you used to play basketball back All right, in the day. switch it up. See yeah. if we can tie we're, it up. We're, we're gonna, I'm going to send you a few of my players sitting on the bench so they can get some practice too. <laughs> Ohio State drove and scored on the first seven drives. And, and it was, I think it was 49-0 at halftime. And without
0: it, Kenneth it, Walker, Michigan State was very one-dimensional on offense too. And,
1: and, and let's be real, it could have been 100. To seven. Yeah. They, they just said, you know what, there's no point of beating Michigan State. Michigan State rolled over and showed their belly. Well, and and
0: I feel like Michigan State and Ohio State have always had respect for one another. They too. have.
1: But the thing, what it after the game, Tucker came out and said, he didn't make excuses. He literally, he threw his team under the bus, but he didn't throw them under the bus. He simply said, I got to get better players here to win because I don't want this thing to happen again. I need guys who are willing to go out here and fight back. I need guys who are willing to be tough. I mean, and it was like, whoa. He, he's. You, you could tell he's looking at the room saying, I don't think everybody came to Columbus to compete, and I'm here to compete, right. and I didn't have a full team behind me. And you're seeing that now the way he hit the portal. He saw that his defense was just – you had a lot of guys good on defense, but they weren't great on defense. Right. They, As you like to say, they were Macomb 5 good, not great. Yes,
0: they were – they, 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 they belonged, were guys,
1: Yes. but would we talk about them afterwards? Absolutely no, no. not. They were guys that can get you wins over Indiana and, and Northwestern sure. and Minnesota. They could get you those wins, but they couldn't get you wins over Ohio State. And he's gone, and, and you look at the caliber of people, and he's bringing in a ton of people in, in this class. I mean, uh, he had a Kendrick uh, Reese Kano running back out of Texas. He was on the visit. He was loving it because, you know, it was like, well, you know, he's still kind of looking around, but I think that visit, his official visit solidified that he is going to be part of the Michigan State class. He's already committed. But he's a four-star running back out of Texas. The fact that they're going to Texas, they're going to Georgia, they're going to Florida, because a lot of people are like, well, why aren't they staying in Michigan? Because, guys, if you look at the people who gets drafted in the NFL, they come from Texas, Georgia, Florida, California. They come from certain places. You get the Ohio's, too, but let's be honest. That's Ohio State's stopping. ground. So you, you want to make sure you tap into that fertile uh, recruiting ground. But, yeah, Evan, it was – I, you know, I, I got to be on the field, so I got to actually kind of see what goes on. And, and Well, when you bring a Ferrari, I think they should let you on the field. Right. <laughs> just just want to put that out there. So, yeah, they, they they had the drone following the Ferrari into the stadium. That's
0: what I can't wait to see are the videos that come from this. Because you know that they'll do another summer series with uh, all of this oh, the stuff video de- in it.
1: Oh, yeah, the video because department was just on top of it. They're
0: so good at putting out these videos on YouTube oh. that get me to watch every last one, whether it's Twitter, oh, YouTube, Instagram, it doesn't matter.
1: Between the video department and between uh, Matthew Mitchell who's the official photographer the photos that you actually see not the ones people take with their phones yeah, they they do a really good job. But yeah, they had a really big weekend and part of that weekend they were able to land a commit right there in the middle of his commitment. We're going to bring him in and we're going to talk to him right now on the Five Star Zone. All right, special guest for the five-star zone today, a kid who he he did something, Evan, that I've never seen before, and we'll ask him about this later on in the interview. But Jordan Hall, one of Michigan State's newest commits, he was there this past weekend when Mel Tucker hosted a ton of top recruits. He decided mm-hmm. that Michigan State was going to be the place for him, and he is joining us right here on the five-star zone. Jordan Take us through that visit. You know, you were up there. You know, I saw you and your mother up there on the field walking around. Kind of take us through that whole visit and, and, and why you ended up picking missions Michigan State.
2: You know, it was a really, you know, from the time we got there to the time we left, it was a really um, great visit. You know, I've been up there quite a few times, not, you know, with my entire family. So I really just wanted to get them up there to experience everything that I had been experiencing, you know, um, Mel Tucker and his staff, it really made me feel like I was at home. Um, um, you know, my family really enjoyed it. They had a good time. I was up there with my grandma, uncle, my mom, and my dad, and they all um, enjoyed it had a good time. And, you know, I, you know, when you have that home feeling, you know, you kind of just know. And you know, I decided that that weekend with my entire family that felt that it was best to go ahead and lock it in over the last weekend right, and and
1: but here's the thing, Jordan, I mean you're 6'3", you you're at i m g academy. you gotta you could basically pick whatever school you want to go to. Mm-hmm. What made Michigan State just special? Was it the coach? was it the atmosphere? Was it the players? What was it about it that made that separated Michigan state from? All of the other offers that you had.
2: Really really all those things that you just said, you know. um, Let's just say they've been been recruiting me for a really long time, so I have a really good relationship with all the coaches. Um, And just a little uh, two or three days that I was there, um, I I thought I connected really well with the players. And, you know, they really expressed how they had, you know, a specific plan for me to thrive there and to um, prepare me for the next level. Not only football, but life-wise, and for me, that's really important. Now,
0: Jordan. So I go on social media Friday night, Saturday morning. My friend Rico over here is telling me that there's something big coming at Michigan State. When you walk on that field and you see a Ferrari, a Rolls Royce, uh, a a Bentley, Yeah. yeah, like what do you think? Like that doesn't happen at other schools, does it?
2: Uh, no, not usually, but, you know, that that's no technical for, you know, he's going to go big or go home and he's really doing a great job recruiting. Um, you know, and big things are really coming for this Michigan State program. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it.
0: If you could have walked away with one of those
1: three cars, which one would you have taken?
2: Gotta go with the g wagon Okay. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? A, you,
1: you can't really lose out. And and we're talking with Jordan Hall, Michigan State I can't say newest commit because after you committed a few more people committed, but Mm. you, you committed, you guys, when I was there, you guys were like up in, in, in eating up in the uh, Huntington room. What was the buzz when you were looking down on the field and you saw the setup with the three cars being put on the 50 yard line?
2: Um, you know, this just, it's so surreal sometimes. If you really sit back and think about the situation, I mean, I've, I've been really blessed and really fortunate. So, you know, I just try to, I just try to soak it all in and just try to live in the moment. So now, going back to
1: to Mel Tucker, and you said that they kind of presented things. Take us behind the scenes because you know not everybody's a top two fifty athlete. We don't get to see what the secret to the sauce is. What does he say specifically to you? Jordan, I see you doing this, so I want you to do this at Michigan State. What was that sales pitch to you?
2: Um, you know, every time I've come down there, I've talked to, I've sat down with Coach Tucker and his office, and um, his message is always the same, but it's a little different every time. So, you know, he expressed how he wants me to be that leader for the team, and he wants me to start now with this recruiting class. You know, they see me, you know, on the defense, calling out the defense, setting the front, stuff and stuff like that. And, you know, he really just expressed that he would love for me to be a leader for his program.
1: And speaking of leader, three-time captain at IMG, how does that – how do you think that's going to translate to Michigan State?
2: Um, hopefully, you know, it's um, a smooth transition like it was when I first got to IMG. You know, I, I got there um, the summer of my sophomore year, and two weeks later I was named captain. So I know it probably won't be that easy, Um Uh, at the the next level, but I'm just going to try to go in, um, you know, do everything I need to do, do everything that I've been taught um, leading up to this point. And, you know, hopefully I'll get put in that position where I can become that leader. Now I don't,
1: I don't know if you even knew this or not, if you got a chance to talk to Darian Harris on your visit but he was a linebacker at Michigan State, probably was part of one of the most iconic plays at Michigan State in Michigan State history, also a captain. Did you get a chance to talk to him, any?
2: Uh, Not individually, no. Okay.
1: Somebody you may want to talk to because, yeah, he he pretty much – he did everything that you are probably about to do. Go ahead, Evan. Hey, hey, Jordan. So when you go through the recruiting process, I've wondered this because
0: I'm a big like sneakerhead and the swag and everything that involves. I understand when you're choosing a school, you're going there for what fits you best for football. But I want to talk yeah. beyond that because I look at Mel Tucker and I'm like. Oh, my God, he's me in different skin. He loves the Jordans. His gear is unbelievable. The watches, mm. the cigars, the barbecues, his house, the, the pool going on down in the basement. How, how easy is that for you to relate to compared to other coaches while they're talking to you?
2: Mm, you know, like I said, Coach Tuck, he's just, a, he's just a, a different guy. You know, he has a different swagger about him. And, you know, although that doesn't correlate hand-in-hand hand with football, you know, that's, all, that's something really important when it comes to, to game day. You know, you want to be represented by somebody who believes the same things that you believe in and who wants to represent the same things that you want to represent. So, you know, it doesn't have that much to do with the football, but it does have, you know, a little bit to do with, you know, how I want to be represented and who I want to be represented under.
1: we with Jordan Hall, Michigan State linebacker commit. Jordan, a uh, couple more questions for you. One, you know, being that they see you as being that leader, and you've now committed to Michigan State. What's your responsibility to this incoming 2023 class? Are you going to be one of the guys that kind of take the mantle to try to get as many people as you can in there, or do you sit back and let folks just kind of make their own decision?
2: No, I'm definitely going to try to you know get ahead on this recruiting class. I know right now we went from 12 um, in the, uh, the 12th best class To the eighth, right now we're gonna just try to keep going up, trying to get as many of the best players that we can. You know, they have a certain number of spots that they can, you know, uh, have commits to. We're going to try to get um, all those spots filled up with the best players around the country. So I'm definitely going to try to get ahead on that and, you know, get as many as the best guys as we can.
1: Jordan, give us your sales pitch. Let's let's say Evan and I were thinking about going to Michigan State. What would you tell us?
2: Um. Um, sorry, hold on. my dog just walked out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I would say, um, you know, Michigan state has something to offer that, um, you can't really deny, you know, Mel Tucker, he's doing a lot to turn this program around. Um, you know, they're going to put you in the best possible position for you to succeed later on in life. And right now in college, um, and it's really it's really up to you if you want to come and join something special, you know we're either either gonna have to you're either gonna pay for something special or lose for something special, so you might want to get ahead on the head on the ball on that. Okay.
0: Now, Jordan, you play in Florida, hot weather. Have you played in cold weather before, or is that something that you don't care about? Because I imagine your eventual goal is the NFL, and they play in cold weather all the time.
2: Right. Um, I'm from Virginia. You know, it doesn't get as cold as. Um, Michigan. But, you know, I've experienced a little bit of it, but and that's not something I'm really too concerned about.
1: You know, I've kind of seen a couple of things that your mother had to say online. What was that visit like for her and the rest of your family?
2: Um, you know, they, like I said, they really fell in love with the program. And honestly, that happened when we went down there last summer. Um, you know, they really enjoyed it. They really felt like it was home for for me and that's really important to me. I want my my parents and the rest of my family to feel comfortable with the people who are gonna be taking care of me and watching over me for, you know, the next three to four years. And and Jordan, I've often
1: wondered, I mean, coming up from IMG, you, you visit visit with Mel Tucker, was it Did it make any difference between all the different schools that you were being recruited by, knowing that you were going to probably be coached by one of the few black head coaches in college football?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that definitely has, I don't know, a good part to play in it. Um, You know, like you said, he's one of the only black head coaches in college football. Um, But he's also one of the most knowledgeable coaches. um, You know, to have that stature of uh, – a uh, African-American uh, male figure that, you know, has been through some of the things that I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to grow. He's, he's done all those things, and now he's giving back, and he's trying to pour all the knowledge and stuff that he knows into me that really means a lot.
0: Jordan, do you and your your fellow in- incoming classmates, maybe some other recruits, have, like, a group text going at all where where you're kind of getting in their ear, like, you know, go green, go green. I don't know if you <laughs> want to go on that visit, but go green.
2: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. You know, um, any any guys that have shown me interest, uh, you know, we got a guy, I have Jake right now, you know, Cam Linhart. He was up there um, the last time he went up there. Um, you know, I, I, as soon as I committed, you know, he told me congratulations. I said, well, you can come join me. You know, so I'm definitely trying to, like I said, I want to recruit the best I can and try to get some of the best players that, um, that we can in this class. Well, yeah, it looks like you may
1: have to uh, make a trip to Texas because – after you, it just like seems like one after another. A lot of the kids are coming to Michigan State. Are coming from Texas?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I That was one of the that's one of the big reasons why I committed. there. You know, I wanted you know the people that were there on the visit to see, you know, this isn't you know just a facade. You know, the program that they that they're building is really something special, and you really want to be a part of that.
1: All right, now you talk about your commitment, Jordan. I, I got to be honest with you. I've been. Covering recruiting for over 20 years. You did something that was a first. I have never seen it before. Mm -hmm. Talk me through, you had a press conference where you committed (laughs) at Mel Tucker's house. How did this, I mean, most kids say, I'm going to go home. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to talk with some family. And then they have it at their high school or someplace like that. What made you say, you know what? Let's just get some cameras out and let's just do it right here.
2: Mhm. Um, so you know, like I said, they're they're building something special that I don't want to miss out on, and I want to bring as many people as I can with me. And, you know, so I sat down and I talked to Saeed, and he told me he said, "You know, listen, you got an opportunity here to to join something special and bring people along with you." And what better way to do that than to sit up there in front of them face-to-face and let them know that you made this decision. And so, I thought—I I mean, I thought about it a little bit for a couple of hours before dinner, but, you know, it made a lot of sense to me. And once I had made my mind up, you know, I was saying, you oh, know, there's no point in waiting. Let's go ahead and, and, and tie the knot and bring as many people as I can with me.
0: Now, did Mel Tucker know you were going to do that, or was it like spontaneous where you are like, let me get the floor for a moment?
2: No, he. I had talked to him. Okay. Um, the, the night before, told him I was I was gonna commit. Um, and then um, he told the next day I talked to Saeed, and then you know I talked to Coach Tucker a couple couple hours before that, and he said so he knew.
0: Now I've seen photos of Mel Tucker grilling. Now I need to know how good. Is it? Because it looks great. I, I'm uh-huh. always looking at these steaks and whatever he's making. How great is it? Because I think that's unique that he's hosting you guys and not having it catered, but literally getting on the grill himself and treating you guys, like you said, the family
2: atmosphere. Mm-hmm. No, nah, nah. Coach Tuck definitely knows how to throw it nah, now, you know. He's a, I mean, he's a better coach than he is, Cook, but it's definitely good. <laughs> <laughs> so he
0: really
1: is just that cool in person.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Did you get to see his sneaker room by
2: chance? No, nah, I didn't get a chance to get up in there, but I know I know it's crazy.
0: I mean, it is crazy. Now, do you have, like, a favorite when it comes to all that? Like, I've been a Nike guy my whole life, and, you know, Michigan State at one point was Reebok, and it kind of killed me. But back to Nike, do you have, like, a
2: favorite when it comes to that kind of stuff? Um, you know, I- I'm big on Jordans. Um, I just now started, you know, getting more into Yeezys and maybe a little different style, but I'm definitely a Jordans guy at heart. So was your – your parents, were they Michael
0: Jordan fans growing up? Is that how you got your name? Yeah, my,
2: my dad was. That was my first pair of shoes, a pair of Jordans. That's so good. <laughs> That's I, good. I
0: appreciate that. Even from being from Detroit, he was my favorite guy <laughs> growing up. So,
2: Yes,
1: sir. You two done? Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Jordan, I appreciate your time this morning, man. Congratulations, and I guess keep doing good work and uh, trying to bring in more people to this Michigan State class. You, you got any hints? You got anybody else that we should be on the lookout for?
2: Um, not going to say too much, but just know we got a lot of pieces that are going to form this puzzle. And, and like I said, either either got to join us or you're going to try to beat us and good luck with that. All right. Jordan Hall,
1: Michigan State's uh, new commit from IMG Academy linebacker. Kind enough to join us here on the Five Star Zone. Jordan, take care.
2: Yes, sir.
1: You too. Thanks to Jordan Hall for joining us here on the show. And Evan, I mean, wow. He did something I don't think he realizes. He may become a trendsetter. I mean, the fact that he said he wanted to do it in front of his future teammates and and other guys to potentially join the class, he wanted to show that little bit of leadership. No wonder – kid has been a three-time captain at IMG.
0: Yeah, and to have visits coming up still with big schools in Michigan, and Notre Dame, and to not even want to go and entertain that to be sold right then and there, it's impressive to me that that a kid would choose to do it like that when we're in a day and age where everybody wants their 15 seconds of fame on the, online, whether <laughs> you know, it's TV, yeah. whatever it might be, Yeah, and he chose to do it that way. And I mean, and that's why I asked him, like, did Tucker know beforehand? Because I think that would have been even cool if they were like, excuse me, excuse me, can I have the floor oh, right, for a right, moment?
1: Almost like that impromptu wedding proposal. Like, yes. Wait, wait. Tucker's like, wait, is he doing this? Is he really doing this? Yeah, so yes, I'll take you.
0: It, it's exciting to see that kind of stuff because we, to be a trendsetter at Michigan State, I mean, I think that's essentially what Tucker wants to do. Yeah. And, I mean, with the whole weekend he had, with – you rolling in on Ferraris. <laughs> like I mean, yeah. They're doing big-time stuff.
1: Well, and then they had some other guys the weekend before. And just some names you want to watch out for. Uh, Jelani Thurman, he is a tight end out of Georgia. The reason being that, you know, he was up for Michigan State, not this past weekend, with the weekend before that. Loves it. Mom is familiar with him. She played here with the Shock WNBA So he's familiar with this area. He likes it. He's got family here. That's somebody, if you're a Michigan State fan, you may want to watch out for Jelani Thurman. Some other guys that were there, I mean, they got Demetrius Bell. He was also on a visit that weekend. He's the wide receiver from Tennessee. They locked him up. But there's two big names you really want to watch because these are the guys that if you add them to the defensive line, I think they're difference makers. I think these are the type of people you see at Alabama at Georgia, at Ohio State. David Hicks, he's out of Texas. He's a five-star kid. Chances are Michigan State's got an uphill battle. I think Texas A&M is probably leading for this kid. You know, as Texas A&M has a very uh, involved NIL program.
0: I heard something about that. Nick Saban's not a fan, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but David Hicks is a guy that if you're a Spartan fan, you want to – <clears throat> Sorry. if you're a Spartan fan, you want to pay attention to because he's got a relationship with Brandon Jordan, the defensive line coach, the guy that coaches up all the NFL players. They got They had a pre-existing relationship. He came up on his official visit to Michigan State. He seems like he really liked it, and I think Michigan State put himself on the map with this young man. That's a name. Now the thing about guys like Hicks. You you got to play the long game with him. He's he's probably not gonna make his commitment to some type of an Army All American Under Armour type of game.
0: And and rightfully so. And you, I mean, what do they list him at? Either the number five or right. number six player in the entire nation.
1: Right. The other one that I think Michigan State believe, even though Jordan, you know, has the end with with Hicks, the other one that has a relationship with Jordan is Jaden Wayne. Kid out of Tacoma, Washington. He came up two weekends ago, but it wasn't an official visit ever. He paid his own way. Came with family members.
0: That's unique, right?
1: That normally tells me that there is genuine interest. Anybody can get a free ticket and go somewhere. I mean, you'll sit for whatever, a free meal. Sure. If somebody's going to tell you something, and you sit there. Paid his own way. He's planning on coming back to Michigan State. He was all over social media. He had a very good time. He, I think he's another five-star. I think he's probably like 12th or somewhere like that nationally.
0: There, his composite is either 36 or 41, but he's like four or five edge in the entire nation.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, you would love to to, to have a line like that, but those are some guys, especially those last two, in, in, in Wayne, because Wayne has said, you know, in talking with him, he plans on definitely coming back. Tucker really resonated with him. Both he and Hicks have a relationship with Jordan. Seeing, I mean, because it it, it does make sense. I mean, if you want to get to the league, man, you get to pick these guys' brain. You get to pick Jordan's brain for free for three years. Yes, and we're
0: talking Brandon Jordan and not Jordan Hall, who we had just talked to. But And and Rico, it's cool, too, because when you look at these offers on who's warm on this kid— Georgia, LSU, Oregon, Alabama, Miami. I mean, it's the perennial teams that are there at the end of the year that are going for it, right. and it's great to see Michigan State at least, listen, three years in competing with these schools is a big accomplishment, in my opinion, that the kids are even considering coming to East Lansing. No,
1: it is. And, like, even last weekend, the guy who I guess now with Jordan Hall will be the ring leader with him, Andrew Depepe. Yeah, he's, he's a DN, right? Yeah, he's like a top 100 DN out of Iowa. He is really, he was the one that's been on uh, Enow, Eda for the longest, trying to get him to come. But he was on his visit. Now you got guys like Jordan really out there trying to pitch the school. You know, as I said before, Caleb Presley was there. Samson, Big Samson. That would be a coup if you can get him.
0: Would that be a bigger get more so than these DNs?
1: No, I think the DNs. Samson would be a big fit because he he's the type. he It's rare, but he walks in as a true freshman and starts.
0: Okay, because the only reason I asked that is, I mean, you look at Michigan State last year, they're, they're glaring holes where offensive line and defensive linemen. Yeah. And so I'm saying if you had Yeah, to those
1: pick, three guys that I all mentioned, yeah, they all start. Samson comes in and, yeah. Get the Pancakes endorsement ready. Is that scary a little bit as a fan? Starting true freshmen like that? No, because there are certain people you see, they just need fine-tuning. They have all the skills. right? Okay, so things. once you get the correct... I forgot the kid's name that Michigan State was in for the last second. He ended up going to Kentucky on signing
0: day. Oh, the big uh, uh, offensive lineman. Yeah. He was a
1: guy that could have came in right away, started. It's rare that you get those types of guys. Most old linemen... You got to sit and wait. Now, a lot of people forgot about the, but Tucker had a nice haul last year, and those guys all sat. Right. Now's their time. So we haven't seen them, and a lot were injured during the spring season. That's why they didn't have a spring game. But, yeah, a guy like that, he's going to come in. He's going to play right away. Caleb Presley, cornerback, another kid out of Washington. That's somebody that you want to wait and see. I mean, they're bringing in a lot of corners just in case people are like, well, what's the deal with that? It's the defense that they play.
0: Well, and it's also, I mean, go look at their running back room. Yeah, Mel Tucker has no problem with bringing in more guys for competition, for depth, whatever it might be. And it seems like the guys that he is bringing in embrace the competition.
1: You're going to embrace it or, you know, compete to play, compete to stay is what Tucker once said to us on the radio show. The other thing is you need the corners because of the style of defense that they play with only two linebackers. You're gonna have a lot of safeties, a lot of corners. Teams line up with four or five receivers. That's why Ohio State beat them. 100%. Ohio State find the slowest guy and they just press over the top guy. So now, if you have long, lengthy, lengthy corners, it's gonna be difficult when you play that type. Now, yeah, when you go up against an Iowa, you'll probably play more of a real, you know, safeties. But when you're going up against teams that like to spread you out, you got the horses to go up against their horses, and you're gonna feel a lot better. So. That's why you're seeing so many guys in the secondary coming up uh, and still guys out there. Like I said, the one for me, Evan, simply because of the name, is King Mac. You know
0: uh, I mean? It is a boss name, man.
1: Uh, maybe you get an endorsement with Burger King, you become the new Creepy King.
0: Or don't they have the Chuck King, <clears throat> that sandwich?
1: Oh, yeah, they do. So
0: I mean, what a great name. He's from Florida, safety.
1: But then again, and then uh, this upcoming weekend... They're bringing some more O-linemen in uh, to go with the one they already got yesterday. Was it Chase Basantis? Yeah, they got Chase Basantis. They got Miles McVeigh. They got Peyton Kirkland. And they got, uh, looks like Trevor Locke. They're going for a lot of O-linemen. They're trying to bring in some big boys.
0: This King kid is fast, too. He's a track kid. Ran the 446 seconds. Hundred and ten six. I mean, dude, that's flying.
1: He is. So what you're saying is kids are now seeing the fact that spots are filling up. So you may see some more soon. Well, it's
0: kind of like what Jordan Hall told us. Either you're going to be with us or you're going to lose to us, essentially, is what yeah. he said. So, so and yeah. I love that confidence, too. And you know what else I liked about Hall is the fact that he knew exactly where the recruiting rankings are.
1: Yeah, because people are like, well, these kids don't care. Guys, I don't know who you talk to. They they do care. I mean, it's such misconceptions when it comes to, to college sports. Like, you know, kids don't care about the rankings. Kids care about it. My God, they're sitting up there putting. Why do you think they post stuff to Instagram and to Twitter and all of this? Because they want the love, they want their name out there. I mean, it does matter because every kid that gets bumped from a three to a four or four to a five, they let you know.
0: Well, and and especially in a day and age where you can make your money in the NIL, I mean, you see them go on Twitter and they're like, "Yo, state fans, go show my Instagram some love." I mean, listen, you start building your brand now at fifteen. When you're, if you're a sophomore on the varsity team, start start building your brand.
1: Yeah, you do. I mean, that's, uh, Samson.
0: That's he, what I'm, the pancakes. I mean,
1: you're right. He's got a brand. Whether I mean, he's got, I don't know if they're officially his marketing team, but. They seem like they're his marketing team.
0: Well, oh, and if you know what, if it's not IHOP, if it's not Denny's, if it's not McDonald's breakfast, it will be some mom and pop shop. It will be somebody that will happily embrace it.
1: Right. I mean, you know, you see uh, Darius Snow doing a thing with, with an the ice cream s- with place. the snow cones, Could and you imagine what the line would be if he's there serving up pancakes one Saturday, I mean, one Sunday morning.
0: Well, oh, and especially when they really start playing. You know what right. I mean? Like Darius Snow is is a very nice player, but we haven't really got to see him be a star yet on this team? Well, I team? think you
1: will because they moved him from safety to linebacker, which was good because he was one of those people that Ohio State picked on. Yeah. So now he's in a better position than having to cover that guy that, you know, Smith and the Jigba going deep. Well,
0: no. let's be honest. Everybody's going to have a problem guarding right, that kid this at year. At least
1: you want to be in this... You want to be in the TV frame.
0: Yes, when he's catching it. Right.
1: You, <laughs> you want to at least look like you tried.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and that's exactly what they're doing. And I love it. I love the depth that they're building. And I love, and I know I've said it multiple times, but I just love the competition within these kids, not being scared because it, there's so many kids that will see. I mean, the, the famous story to me is always going to be Mike Weber choosing to go to Ohio State because Karan Higdon signed with Michigan. It seems like Michigan State If they have two kids though Both those kids are willing to embrace it I mean even this year is a great example The kid from Wisconsin Berger that's coming in But then they go and get another transfer out of Colorado To come in And then they have three kids that are already on the roster That played last year Yeah,
1: Collins, He's not going anywhere
0: No, not at all. And, I mean, you got Harold Joyner that came in. That's a transfer that, yet again, I mean, probably could have transferred out again because he wasn't probably used the way that he thought he would have been out of Auburn. But guess what? This is a kid you see in those videos that's training his butt off day in and day out to prove what he can do. And he also now might might play that role that Connor Hayward did last year with the H-back. And so maybe you don't fit in for that exact spot, but it does seem like Mel Tucker is going to find the spot for you and place you in that spot.
1: Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what Michigan State does next. But Football I, just start already. I just yeah, I just nah. It seems that way. My God, the Tigers are horrible. Well, but it just you know it's just some of the misconceptions, and the other misconception is, and we'll get into this on another podcast. But just people are really, I don't think the average person understands the NIL. They just assume that. Every kid is out there asking for a million bucks. And no, if you don't get a kid, will you pay them off, guys? <clears throat> what you saw last year with Quinn Yours, the Texas quarterback who committed to Ohio State, got the million dollar deal. I don't think you're going to see that deal ever again because he Quinn screwed it up for everybody. I mean, not
0: as a true freshman, at least, no. right?
1: So, what's going to happen is kids will. Get on campus, they'll get their deals, and then once they start playing and they blow up, then you'll get the cars and you'll get all of that yep. other stuff. But I just hear people like when it comes to recruiting, thinking that people are handing out million dollar bags. Like we joke about Texas A and M, but in theory, Texas A, if I'm a millionaire, I'm a billionaire. I'm not handing out money to some high school kid who hasn't proven himself yet. Rich people didn't get rich by being stupid.
0: No, and okay? if if you know That's any rich...
1: winning the lottery.
0: Most rich people that I've had the pleasure or unpleasure of meeting, they're very stingy with their money. Right. There's a reason that they're still rich. They are rich. the
1: tightest, cheapest people that you ever would meet. They, yeah, they don't I mean, drive... Well, the f-
0: what, Warren Buffett still goes and gets McDonald's
1: cheeseburgers? Yeah. I mean, think about that. Most don't drive fancy cars because they'll say a car is a horrible investment. Yeah. You know, so... It's just one of those things. We'll we'll get into that a little bit later. And and by the way, yeah, we're gonna expand this. We're gonna we're gonna talk more Big Ten, Big Ten sports, not just the local people, but from you know from here on out, we're gonna really start and expand. Oh, this so you fight. can
0: voice your opinion on James Franklin even more. I
1: can talk about James.
0: Franklin. I'll tell you what. I mean, we didn't plan on this or anything, but I just watched this E60 on Ryan Day about how his father had committed suicide when he was very young and how he's gotten his back behind that. And it's like, if you ever hated that program, go watch what Ryan Day does for these young men that struggle. I mean, they had that offensive lineman that quit, um, that retired, and he was struggling with it. And he said if it wasn't for – Coach Day embracing that, that he probably would have ended up ending in his life, which is a sad thing to think about. But I'm excited to talk more than just Michigan and Michigan State as well, because there is a lot that goes into the Big Ten. And and I mean, we're going to.
1: Let's face it, having more people. We'll probably get more Ohio State and Penn State followers than Michigan followers anyway.
0: Well, because no matter what we say about Michigan, when. Well, you are. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I've trolled a lot of Michigan fans, but. I can give them a compliment up and down. If that <laughs> game one starts and Cade McNamara and JJ McCarthy are still on that roster together, I commend them more than I've ever. Oh, this, uh, it's amazing to me
1: Evan, that be, that it, Evan. It'll be a future podcast we'll, we'll be going down a long rabbit. No,
0: I get that. that. I'm just saying to get two uh, quarterbacks no, no. to their stay like that
1: sets up for that they're literally playing, all right
0: it's going to be a longer combo than no nope.
1: it's a detroit psl schedule their first three games they are playing three of the worst teams in college football this is not hyperbole this is fact. yeah i don't even hawaii, know if do
0: they even have a coach yet
1: hawaii may only have like 50 scholarship players because people left yeah and they're going to be flying over to michigan trust me when i say it's the perfect storm for harbaugh because he literally can say, you play this half, you play this half. Yeah. And, it's still and crazy. Right. I've gotten it, I've had Michigan people tell me I was trolling and I don't know football because I was like, guys, this is like Stetson Bennett, who did nothing but win the title for Georgia. No, with, and then I'm reading stories every every how an incoming fan,
0: freshman is pushing him for his job.
1: Every Georgia fan wanted him out, and I'm like, all he did was win a title for you. And it's like, okay, well. Kate beat Ohio State, which is something that hadn't happened in like 14 years. He beats Iowa. He takes you to the playoffs. Yeah, but J.J.'s better. In what world? If J.J. was better, wouldn't J.J. have played? A hundred percent. He scored a touchdown against Georgia. Georgia didn't care at that point. They had already moved on. Well, he lost to Michigan State. In that Michigan State game.
0: J.J. Only, lost that game.
1: Only one Michigan player. Can feel good about themselves. That was Cade. He yeah. threw for damn near 400 yards. J.J. killed two drives. He fumbled twice. One, they got the ball back. The other, not so lucky.
0: Well, and, it, and what's crazy, too, if you think about going back to that game, everybody talked about the quarterback play and, and can, can Cade throw more than 200 yards? Can he do this, that, right. and the other thing? And Cade went out and did everything and, and more than what was expected.
1: Even the interception that he threw late? If you rewatch that play,
0: it's a great play by Chuck, the cornerback.
1: Chuck Brantley studied. He, I mean, as, as the kids would say, he understood the assignment. Yeah, he baited Cade into thinking, "I'm not covering this tight end or whoever." He left him open. The second Cade cocked back the throw, he broke. Mm-hmm. He caught it Michael Jordan style, one handed, and everybody in the stadium was like, "Wait, what just happened here?" And then, obviously, he turns around and starts running. And you realize he got the pick. When you watch it on TV, it's great play. Oh, yeah. I mean, every quarterback makes that throw because the corner baited him. Well, and it's the so right read,
0: up. too, because the time's winding down. You're trying to get to the sidelines, and you're not trying right. to dink and dunk at that point. So
1: It was a nice little chunk play. They would have picked up 15 yards. But anyway. Sorry, I
0: didn't mean to bring that up. No, 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 but no. Anyway. that's just the beauty of what we get to talk about going forward. But, I mean, you ready for my question yes, this week? We'll,
1: also, also, we'll probably do a couple. We'll do game of the week. Oh, yeah. Where it's not just Michigan or Michigan. It's just whoever has. Like, I got a feeling week one, gonna be Ohio State. No, today. Probably. Got a feeling, yeah. Because it sure as hell ain't gonna be Michigan versus Detroit King.
0: No, especially after uh, Marcus Freeman's taking shots at Ohio State, right. too. So. That's gonna be great. Okay, so my question on the heels of Top Gun <laughs> Maverick coming out. Alan Haller, I don't know if he's talking to John or um, to their Mark Hollis or if he's a huge Tom Cruise fan, but it does look like Michigan State and Gonzaga are going to play on an aircraft carrier. Tell me if you've heard that story before.
1: I have. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, what do you know about this?
1: Veterans Day 11 11. It's still in negotiations. Uh, it'll be in San Diego. Uh, big Navy. Uh, it's huge. Yeah, it's a big Navy city, really. Um, It'll be on the aircraft carrier again. They tried to do it uh, after Michigan State and North Carolina did it, but it was rain. I think Ohio State was supposed to play somebody, and it was on the East Coast, but it was weather.
0: Well, San Diego's always beautiful.
1: (laughs) Right, it it, it is. Um, Yeah, they would play Gonzaga. They're still in negotiation. Nothing is final yet. It's one of those games that, man, it feels great, but then you start looking at Michigan State's basketball schedule, and you're just like, "Ah," so they may end up playing Gonzaga. They'll put Kentucky uh in the pk 85 so
0: that would be this upcoming year that they do it okay
1: it'll be a friday uh they'll be in the pk 85 challenge which i'm i'm shocked evan that that you're not i mean i'm i just assumed that you would be there you know what the pk eighty five yeah it's the phil
0: knight tournament and stands for phil knight i'm very um in
1: oregon at nike
0: It's a touchy subject for me because, no, when they went out to it before, they wore those black and gold uniforms. Um, Yep, and they had special warm-ups. I bought the, I can't find that stuff anywhere, and so it pisses me off so bad because I had to make, remember I told you about those shorts, how hard they were for me to get the black and green ones, finally found them on the Spartan Surplus Store, but that shirt was so hard to get because it was like a three-quarter length shirt. It, It was kind of ugly, but it was hoodie, it was black Black, had the gold logo, had it on a sleeve, too. But the only place you could get it was the Spartan bookstore. I had somebody make a special trip up there, get it for me, and then I lost it somehow in my move. So I'm bitter. But, no, that's something. I mean, I I think I've told you this before. I've only been starstruck once in my life, and it was Phil Knight at the Oregon-Michigan State game. I'm getting a pop in the press box. You know where that's at. And I look over to my right, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's like – a figurative god to me, like. You
1: just tell him to sign all your clothes. No, I didn't
0: say anything <laughs> to him. I just kind of stared like a weirdo. I and love you. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like, dude, you have no, you have no idea how much money I've given your company right. in my I, lifetime. I, I
1: pay for that hot dog. As Bas- matter of fact, I'll pay for this hot dog. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know what? You need anything at all, Phil? I'll get you. It's like, you need a ride, whatever. And
1: yeah, so it's gonna be teams there. Who are they gonna get in the Big Ten ACC challenge? They could get a, a Duke. Carolina uh no because Carolina is going to be at the PK-85 okay
0: so yeah they won't have They'll them there. probably
1: get either Duke or Virginia or somebody like that they're gonna play a lot of teams which we'll get into basketball a little bit later um do you like the aircraft carrier
0: because a- at first I know well, a lot of people what? got crap about it but the pictures from it
1: oh it's the great Evan is still the biggest one of the biggest regrets of my life was not going to that game
0: Oh yeah, weren't you supposed to sit next to somebody uh, special?
1: Well, no, I no, it was it wasn't that. It was like I saw the photo and like at the time, President Obama goes and starts shaking everybody's hands, and I'm like, and he walked right past my seat. That's empty.
0: And I see, I'm I'm kind of in in the I any president, I don't care who it is. Like I would like to meet a president. I don't care if it's Donald Trump, whoever you might hate, whatever. But that opportunity to meet a president of the United States is something that I think is bucket list for a lot of people.
1: It would have been the second time that I would have met him if that happened.
0: Oh, didn't you uh, have like a sit down with him and yeah. you guys barbecue ribs? and?
1: Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing, Evan, if I meet him again, I, gotta, I got something for him to sign.
0: Oh, do you have a picture with him?
1: I don't. I have the special edition Spider-Man that he's on the cover with Spider-Man.
0: Oh really? Uh, See, that's really cool. He
1: came out on the day of his inauguration. They came out with a limited edition, and it's he's on the cover with Spider.
0: Now that's something else. So I
1: said if I ever met him again, yeah.
0: And that's and he's got a great signature. I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah. it, it's really good. I know pres- presidential signatures are really cool. I know my my dad like. George W. Bush, and so I got him his book signed by him, and it's not cheap, but it's it's really cool. I mean, like I said, there's 45 of these dudes that exist, and there's probably what well, not five or five that actually exist. Well, I'm saying there's Barack like was. five or six that are still right. alive. Right. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't really care about politics at all, but that's one guy I would love to shake his hand and and maybe talk hoops because Barack Obama loves himself for some hoops, and he'll go out there and play too.
1: So yeah, uh, yeah, and another thing, I mean, I met biden but biden was only the vice president at the time okay we were at the final four and he he just showed up like all his secret Service isn't it crazy he just showed up and people were like trying to get pictures with him
0: i've always wanted to be in a room i didn't
1: even think about it. so now i've i've met every president except for trump
0: george dubb yeah baseball game or something uh or campaign. Fox Two. Yeah, okay. Campaign. I remember I mean we're gonna go off on a little story here, but when, when Obama was running for president, the building next to ours is where WWJ and we used to be. And he was doing something or other, making his media rounds, and I remember I got stuck behind his buses driving out to um Oakland County. Um and it was just the coolest thing that I'm sitting this was before so there's no police escort or anything, it's just two huge Obama buses. And I'm like, that's really, really damn cool. And they probably think I'm some weirdo chasing them, but no, 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 I'm just nah, they, trying to get some tail. So <laughs> it just so happened that we were going the same way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll call a spade a spade, right? But I, I'm excited to see it. I mean, those pictures that you see with Carolina and Michigan State on that well, you know, first you're time get
1: new camo jerseys. Well, which is I, all- I did go to the Veterans Day game they did uh, on the campus of Annapolis. Yes. Because they, they played Navy, and then the next day, Michigan State played Maryland in football. Yep. So it was a two for one trip.
0: So That's really I did cool. That, and
1: that. Annapolis is immaculate. But, yeah, you know they're going to have some type of camos for that game. So the only problem is are they going to win it, or are they going to be more like the Washington Generals <laughs> and just give you a good show? But we, I think I saw it's 100 143 days to. No, 123 days till college basketball.
0: God, that's wild! Isn't that wild?
1: Yeah, we'll get into that. So, any other questions?
0: No, that's it. I mean,
1: Uh, I got to go home and waste some more money thanks to you on comic books. So, (laughs) Evan, you're like a drug. You're like a pusher, man. I, I've spent so much money on comics. I
0: mean, I say the same thing, Rico. I I, I have a comic collection now. Never had one before. I would
1: get tailored emails like, well, because you bought this. Hey, hey, look what else we got. I'm like, uh, like three old Aven- Avengers comics. that are like 12 cents originally. Six of
0: them. Yeah, and now sell for hundreds, probably. They're like,
1: hey, we'll sell them to you for 70 bucks. All six. Give them to me. All right, for Evan Rico, Uh, I'd like to thank Jordan Hall for joining us. Hey guys, make sure you tell your friends, like it, subscribe to the show. I don't know if I've mentioned
0: this. We are on Spotify now too.
1: We are on Spotify, and you can follow us on Twitter. Yes, at five star at the five star zone, the the number five star zone.
0: And who knows, maybe you'll see Rico showing up in a private jet next time to Michigan State, landing it right
2: on the field. I
1: was working on a helicopter. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week.